Hello, and welcome to the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. I'm your host, Drew Gretchen. Today, I'm super happy to be going over Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. This beautiful score by John Williams. I just went straight into it. Today is Super Bowl Sunday, and I want to go watch the game. So, I just started right into it. We're going to our outro a little bit earlier also. So... Full spoilers ahead for the movie, and probably all the other Star Wars movies. And I'm gonna get into a lot, a lot with, you know, how the prequels were done, musically, and everything. I'm super excited for that. I'm excited to talk about it also. I mean, we, I, I actually just put up the first episode yesterday. I'm uh, going out of town to a uh, where we record episodes one and three of this second season, so be able to get a lot more recording in there, and gotta record the second season of kid commentaries. No, and really, there are problems with the prequels, and I don't want to talk about those a lot. You guys are gonna hate on me a lot for when we do uh, the Last Jedi. Don't hate the Last Jedi. Talk about that. I talk about that a lot in episode two. And you know, it's I'm gonna you know just compare these opening crawls, okay, of the, of the Fan Menace and um, a Fan Menace and a New Hope. So here's the opening crawl of Fan Menace, and then let me just pull up. No, here we go. Okay, um, so here's the opening crawl for the Phantom Menace. Turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic. The taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems is in dispute. Hoping to resolve the matter with a blockade of deadly battleships, the Greedy Trade Federation has stopped all shipping to the small planet of Naboo. While the Congress of the Republic endlessly debates this alarming chain of events, the Supreme Chancellor has dispatched two Jedi Knights and Guardians of Peace and Justice in the galaxy in December. Conflict. Oh, here's Jewel of Fates. We'll come back to that. I mean, when you think of the prequel trilogy, and, and especially the Phantom Menace, the first thing my mind goes to is this really one of the best parts of the whole trilogy, saga even, which is the duel between Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul. It's such a good battle. I love it so much. And, you know, and I was listening to a podcast, uh, the Rebel Force radio series, uh, Star Wars Oxygen, because, you know, the John Williams music really does give oxygen to the Star Wars saga. It gives it room to breathe. And, you know, their trailers didn't come out in the months before. Like, there would there would be one, I think there was, like, a trailer, like, you know, nine months in advance, and then one, like, a month, month and a half out from the movie. So what Lucasfilm did, so that's a long time, that's a long time. So what Lucasfilm did was, for all three films, they released a music video. And, you know, this is what it was for the Minutes. For episode two, Attack of the Clones, it was... Across the Stars, and for Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, it was Battle of the Heroes. And those gave so much, and those told more about the film than the trailer did. And I think that was, I mean, really smart move on Luke's part to, you know, get some of this music out there, and this really great piece of music, Duel of the Fates, which is one of the, and it does show up in all three films of the, of the trilogy, and I wish that it had been in. Oh, by the way, my sister has friends here for Super Bowl, so I'm 
have a nerf gun. We're not going to have an incident like last episode, like last week's episode when Abby and Nina showed up and were really annoying. So we're just going to shoot. So I've got a nerf gun right here. Um, so if they just come through the store, I'm just going to shoot them. Um, so it might be a bit distracting, but I'm just going to hold it right here. Um, and that was something really good that they did, I feel, to have... To have, you know, the music video be, be released and build up hype for this movie. You know, and if... And, you know, we get trailers, uh... Oh, we got, we get a lot of trailers, you know, because you got... You got the first teaser, you got the teaser trailer, you got... You have, and, and, and you also have the sneak peek, the special look, the big game spot for the Super Bowl, you got... Uh, and then, of course, you know, now you have the final trailer for a movie. And then, of course, you got 15,000 TV spots. So, I mean, m film promotions have changed, you know, and now ev everybody's, you know, competing against Star Wars and Marvel. So you gotta have all these trailers be, be released. You know, you're meeting against Star Wars, Marvel, DC. The, the DCEU film slate looks really good. I'm super excited for uh, the Batman to come out. It's gonna be a great movie. I'm not going to go see Birds of Prey. It's been out for a couple weeks now. I'm not going to go see Birds of Prey. Uh, I think I talked about that last week or something. Or two weeks ago. <laughs> you know, every, everyone's competing for the same audience, really. And, you know, you, you got to have all of these. You know, and Marvel is dominating. Okay, Marvel is dominating right now. And then you have to have... And then you also gotta have, I mean, your indie films, stuff like Knives Out, stuff like 1917. Which, I mean, 1917 wasn't an, an indie film, but that was not a part of a huge, you know, cinematic universe. And I'm glad Star Wars is taking this step back. I talked about that a lot. Alright, so now we're gonna go back to... Oh, Anakin's theme, this something... Oh, let's, let's, let's get back to the crawl real quick, so... It is a period of civil war in the galaxy. A brave alliance of underground freedom fighters has challenged the tyranny and oppression of... Wait, of the... Oh, this is a different one. Ah. Here we go. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships, striking from hidden base, have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. That sounds much more interesting as a story other than, you know, the taxation of trade routes. That sounds so boring, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got you gotta get through that stuff to get to you know the just awesomeness that is the original trilogy. But you know, you know, you know how it goes, really. Stuff happens. It's 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 Star Wars. It's all Star Wars. We you know, we, we we love it because it's Star Wars. And this is Anakin's theme right here. This is a really interesting piece. Because it has to tell, because it has to be more of a boyish theme, more of a childish theme. And I was listening to this the other day, and I do think there's something pretty... And I don't know if really you hear it right at first, but there is, you know... You can hear the uh, Imperial March. Oh, there it is. Let's just go back a bit. Like a couple seconds. There you go. Just have a little bit of Vader's theme sprinkled in there, because you know this whole trilogy really is about Vader's origin. This—that's what this trilogy is: the origin of Darth Vader. The Skywalker saga is about Anakin Skywalker. You know, you have the prequel trilogy. About his fall to the dark side, you have the or, or, original trilogy about the, the the redemption from his son, 
and you have the sequel trilogy, which is all about the legacy he leaves behind and what that ha and what happens with that. And I mean, and you know, I think it's. I mean, I don't think Ray should have taken the name Skywalker. The Skywalkers have done more harm than good. They they've done more harm than good in the galaxy. They really have. And I hate to say that because it's true. If it weren't for the Skywalkers, there would have there would be a whole there, there would still be the Jedi. Oh, here's Jarder's intro. There'd still be you know, the the Jedi Order would still be there. And I Rise of Skywalker did not go the way I thought it was gonna go. And we'll be talking a whole lot more about that in our um, Rise of Skywalker episode in about like a month and a half. <laughs> you know, and John Williams just did a masterful job on this girl. Let's see if I can find the, the uh, Wikipedia page. Alright, Finn Menace original score on Wikipedia. Empire Strikes Back soundtrack. Duel of the Fates. Uh, no, miss. Oh, here we go. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Oh, and this, by the way, is the original release. This is not the Ultimate Edition. You know, because that... The Ultimate Edition is a good, you know... Two... Two hours and some change. That'd be a really long... Really long podcast, and I didn't really want to... It's Super Bowl Sunday when I'm recording this. No, and John Will um John Williams released before minutes. I'm just trying to find, you know Just trying to find what the uh, you know all of the uh awards for the all the awards that the the feminists were won. Academy Awards. Let's see. I feel like, of course, you know the, the prequel trilogy got no wins. Not not nominated for best sound mixing, best visual effects, and uh, best sound editing. All nominees. No wins. The whole prequel trilogy got snubbed. Deserved a lot. Like, you know, best visual effects. Did it win any of those? Yeah, best visual effects nominee. Let's see. Let's see uh, who actually won that for that year. Alright. Uh, 2000s. Yeah, beat out by uh, The Matrix. So, yeah, that happened. Uh, and then 2002, Attack of the Clones got a nomination. And then no no nomination in that area for uh, Revenge of the Sith. So, Wait, what about the original trilogy? Yeah, Star uh, A New Hope won that one. Empire Strikes Back won. And Return of the Jedi won. So the original trilogy all won Best Visual Effects. What was the last? Uh, let's see. Force Awakens no nomination, Rogue One nomination, Last Jedi nom nomination, Solo no nomination, Rise of Skywalker nomination. So every Star Wars film except for Revenge of the Sith has been nominated for Best Visual Effects. But what well, Revenge of the Sith was up against uh, King Kong, War of the Worlds, 
and uh, Chronicles of Narnia, so kind of makes sense that didn't win. Let's just see. Start. Let's look more at these Academy Award stuff. So Academy. can't spell today <laughs> all right Star Wars Academy Awards so for New Hope winner of best original score uh, winner of best sound mixing winner of best visual effects winner of best costume design uh, winner of of Best production design, best film editing, special achievement, and special achievement Academy Award. And that's that's a huge role. Best supporting actor nom nomination for Alec Guinness. Best picture no nomination, best director not nomination, and best original screenplay nomination. So really a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Star Wars has not won an Academy Award. None of the prequels. None of the... Did The Force Awakens win any? Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker is the is, could be the first Oscar uh, win for Star Wars in 40 years. Get a little bit of Duel of the Fates mixed in here. Okay. Um, so The Force Awakens won, uh, won five nominations. Got nominated for editing, original score, visual effects, and sound categories. Nothing. Uh, the Last Jedi, four no nominations for score, VFX, and the sound categories. Once again, no wins. Uh, Rogue One, two, two no nominations. With sound mixing and VFX, again, no wins. And Solo was nominated for VFX as well. So let's see if you know Rise of Skywalker, if it can end this... Uh, thing. I mean, of course, I'm recording this in advance, so actually, you guys will know better than I do. You guys know better than I do. What are the Oscars? Because it seems like the Oscars... Yeah, the ninth. So, right after episode 2 goes live. So, we guys, so guys, you will know. You'll know. I'm recording this episode like three or four weeks in advance. So, I do not, I do not, not you know what happens at the uh, 2020 Oscars. So, you'll have to tell me. Maybe I'll talk about it. So this is the trip to Naboo. I have to look something up for later. For future reference. Let's see right here if we can find one. So the sand. So, uh, I'll talk about it. I'm trying to find it right now because it's gonna be pretty interesting. Mm hmm.
Sanskrit translations. Sanskrit to English. trying to find what Kora Ratama means because that's a thing they say a lot in the in uh, the Phantom Menace and all the uh, and all the music for the film so I'm just trying to find what any of this could possibly mean because I just have no idea really cool That's really interesting, and I cannot wait to talk about that later. It's gonna be super interesting to talk about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is stuff. Honestly, there's just so much like classic music in the in this movie or star wars you know and you know there's a lot of stuff you know like i, I watch corns and i hear music and really this is the, i mean the first time i've ever really gone in and studied the uh the star wars scores was for this podcast and been really great to do and i really love the opportunity to do this so Thank you for not making me cancel the show, guys. This means so much to me that you're all listening out there. It's really great. for Kobe pray for Kobe didn't bring this up on last episode just because this is the first episode of recording on Kobe Bryant really was a great athlete great person he also had some uh, some Star Wars references I don't know if you guys knew that uh, in the Clone Wars there, there was a droid there was a separatist uh, general droid um, named uh, K2B4 so KB, Kobe Bryant, and then 24 was his number. And the droid's paint job was yellow and purple. So that's a little uh, Star Wars fun fact. Tie ties into, uh, into Kobe. So that's just, I uh, just wanted to bring that up. just wanted to bring that up because that's a good piece of trivia right there. <laughs> this is a piece of music I really love because it's just, you know, the pottery sequence, like, let's be honest, this movie was just here to sell toys you know that's why the phantom menace 
was created. How did my Nerf gun get on the ground? I don't even I don't even know how that happened. So yeah. And you know, this the whole Padre sequence just really is so cool, iconic, classic. Like I sometimes I'll just you know, now that Disney Plus is a thing, I'll just throw uh, the Phantom Menace on in the background. Um, now I'll just, you know, really just tune in for the pod race and any scene with Dar Dar Darth Maul. Just, you know, have it on in the background sometimes. Just because, I mean, you know, that's what the prequels are for. Is for just, you know, background noise. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love the prequels. No. If you are a prequel hater, and you hate, and you have Disney+. Plus. And if, if you wish you could like the prequels more and you just want more Star Wars in your life now that Mandalorian is over, just, just you know, a little right recommendation right here. Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7 started yesterday as of this episode being, being released because this episode is dropping on uh, February 22nd. So, yesterday, uh, the final season of Clone Wars started airing on Disney+. Plus. You guys have probably seen some stuff for it. If you have not yet seen The Clone Wars, go watch it. It's just a great show. It makes, it humanizes the clone troopers. It makes the prequels a lot better. And if after this final season uh, ends, you know, watch uh, Star Wars Re Re Rebels. That's, that is a sequel series to The Clone Wars. And you know, the first season of Rebels really is hard to get through, but after you get through that first season, it's just a really solid show. It's a really great show. It's able to cater to both, you know, old, like, you know, like, 40-year-old nerds who have been, who have loved Star Wars their whole lives, and then, you know, if, you know, there's, like, a 6-year-old or 7-year-old like I was when, actually, I was, I was about to turn 8 when the Clone Wars started airing. Or, wait, no, was it 8? I think it was eight. I was either seven or eight when the Clone Wars started airing. Wait, what? That's So yeah, I was like, yeah, I I turned nine like a month after Clone Wars started, or not Clone Wars, Rebels. And you no, know, I was able. I was I was in that fan base for the show where. As I matured, you know, so did the show. You know, season one starts out as a show for eight-year-olds. And then it ends as a show for 12-year-olds. But, but, but what I was saying earlier is that, you know, Rebels is... Rebels and Clone Wars and... Well, not Resistance. Resistance is just for little kids. Um, Actually, uh, but if you are a Star Wars completionist uh the second and final season of star wars resistance will be uh released on disney plus i think that'll be on the 25th i want to say want to say that's the 25th of of uh february so that's when that final season so that's when the final season of resistance is going to be on disney plus you know just you know that's just a show that really is meant for kids but you know it's got some good moments here and there but you know something great about the animated series for star wars is that you know don't do not be turned off by the animation do not be turned off by, by the animation you know i watched all these interviews with actors from the clone wars they talk all the time, you know, there there were things they have to, like, cut out of the show to make it, to get, you know, that, uh, what's the Clone Wars rate? I think the, the Clone Wars is, I think, rated TVPG. 
Um, is that correct? I want to say that. Oh, wait. I want to say Clone Wars is PG. Got nine more tracks, and I can watch the Super Bowl. So this track is Anakin defeats the Bull, but you know that's just a really great moment. You know, and actually going back to Star Wars, you know, the timeline. You know, this summer, you know, every all Star Wars canon TV will be up on Disney Plus. You got by by TV, I mean everything on screen. So movies and TV shows have the complete Skywalker saga. We got. You got Rogue One up on there right now. We got uh, Solo being added July 9th, 2020 to Disney+. Plus. got, and by the time I'm doing this, all seven seasons of Clone Wars, season seven will be done. We already got all Rebels, got Resistance. Um, Mandalorian is not coming back until, um, you know, f until uh, fall. That's when season two is going to start airing. You know, actually, I've actually oh, that wouldn't make sense just because I haven't po posted that episode yet. So, uh, as of right now, you know, I do not have any emails about whether or not you guys know if Mandalorian will be airing weekly on Disney Plus. Okay, I can probably look it up right now. Will Mandalorian be weekly? And okay. Because I wonder, because it was released weekly here. And this screen is very bright and it's dark outside. Alright, let's see. From RadioTimes.com. When is Mandalorian being released? Alright. So I don't think it seems. Yeah, so you guys are gonna be get so people from all all the all my listeners in the UK, you guys are gonna be getting a whole lot of Mando this year. You got season one be being released, being starting to be released or fully released in March. And you know in the fall you got season two. So you guys are gonna be having a lot of Mandalorian this year. So you know also you know there's no. Uh, word on the Cassian Andor series, so you know this summer what my plan is, and you know because the animated shows don't really come back until the fall. My plan this summer is you know do a giant Star Wars marathon chronologically. We'll be doing a uh, chronological rewatch re for the Clone Wars, and I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited to get to um, you know just have the chance to watch. Everything Star Wars, you know, the way George envisioned it, even, even if that's not the way Disney envisioned. So, you know, I'll be doing the first two movies, uh, Feminist and Type of Clones. I'll be doing Chronological for Clone Wars because it is not told in chronological order. We'll be doing then Revenge of the Sith, then Solo, and then Rebels, all four seasons, Rogue One, then do the entire original trilogy. And then we're going to do Season 1 of The Mandalorian. And then Season 1 of Resistance. And The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And then Season 2 of Resistance and The Rise of Skywalker. That's how the timeline works out now. It doesn't really make sense, but, you know. Alright, this track. Passed through the planet core. You know, this is a track I did not know was in this movie, and especially not, you know, this scene. I was not expecting it to be in this scene at at, at all, really. 
And I was so surprised when I was, you know, listening to uh, the score. I'm like, oh, that's that's in this moment of the movie. Huh. Interesting. No, all you guys, all you UK listeners listening to this podcast pre-March 24th, 2020, all you guys listening to it after, hey, I'm from the past, you guys are from the future, say we should hang out sometime, but you know, that's not really how timelines work. You know, maybe an alternate universe I'll be talking a lot about in our uh, season finale, uh, Alan Silvestri, Avengers Endgame. Season to episode 14. Funny enough, that episode is going to be dropping the day after the Black Widow mo- movie comes out. So, yeah. And then we got... Probably shouldn't really say anything about season 3 yet, but I've, I'm excited for season 3. No, I'm going into high school soon, because, you know, I'm in the U.S., where you go into high school when you're 14, 15 years old. So, um... I'm unsure right now as to whether or not season three will be the last season. Or if it's not the last season, then there will be a much longer period of time uh, to season four. Like, that will not be coming out in February of 2021. I think this is going to be our only, you know, winter season. I think after this, you know... Cinema Soundtrack Podcast going to be moving to more of, you know, like a summertime show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that earlier? What I thought it was. I don't know. Let's actually see because I've actually got um. Get it to a uh, DisneyPlus.com. Don't worry, I'm not gonna watch anything right now. I'm not allowed to do that. Let's see, I'm on my Disney Plus account right now. Can we get to Star Wars? Gotta love the wars, man. No, I actually did just watch the first episode of uh, Picard. Pretty good. You know, that's the first ever Star Trek I've watched. I'm, I'm going back now, I'm, and I'm watching the old shows. So, yes, the, the older TV shows on Amazon Prime and, and on Netflix. So, The Clone Wars is rated TV PG. Let's see about Star Wars Rebels is rated Y7, but you know that show does does get darker. And then Resistance is Y7 as well, yeah, because Resistance is just you know like a kids show really, and it, and it is just a kids show. It's not a bad show. I probably wouldn't watch it if I didn't have you know a Star Wars podcast, but you know. Or, you know, I just wait for Disney Plus to binge it. And then Mandalorian is PG. I was so surprised when I saw that, you know. The first two episodes of Mandalorian. Oh, no, I do not want to watch the Mandalorian right now. Of course, I do want to watch Mandalorian right now, but I'm recording right now, so I can't really watch Mando right now. So, yeah, so that little mo- motif seems just back earlier in the score. I'm gonna try, try, try to hopefully you know record two episodes next weekend. And then I definitely can't you know skip any weeks, but that'll just get you know a little bit farther ahead than the schedule. Wado's deal. And the kids at play.
Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace is a 1999 American epic space opera film written and directed by George Lucas, produced by Lucasfilm, distributed by 20th Century Fox, and stars Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd, Ian McDiarmid, and Lawrence McDermott, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Penla August, and Frank Oz. It is the first installment in the Star Wars prequel trilogy and begins the Skywalker saga, though it was the fourth film to be pro to be produced chronologically. And that was the, uh... And that was the, you know, for... That's the, uh, the game Wikipedia page. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but, um... A few weeks ago, well, actually this past week, just as I'm recording right now, it was revealed that uh, his parents say that they gave an update on his health, and he is a schizophrenic, and that's that's sad. That's really a sad thing. I mean, I'm, of course, I mean, for those of you who don't know, schizophrenia is when you're is 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 when you have mul multiple personalities. So, I'm just going off of, you know, Iron Fist. But there's a character in that show who's a schizophrenic, and basically there's one of her, there's one side of her that's an artist, and another side of her that's, you know, like, really violent and everything. And what hap- and, you know, what happens is, you know, when she gets all worked up and everything, She goes to the, you know, more violent side of the instrument. She's calm. She'll go to the calm merge. She'll go, 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 go to the calm merge side. And anyway, what's said about that is, you know, if, you know, like, if, if, if I was a schizophrenic, like, and, you know, I've got one podcast side, then, like, I wouldn't know what my other self would be doing. You know? And that's just, just kind of an awful way to live, you know, like, and just, you know, you wake up and, you know, you're starving because your other personality, you know, went and forgot to feed you. again, you know, it's just so out of order, you know. Oh, by the way, my name is, uh, it's Liam Neeson. I play, uh, Kwaikon Jin. Kwaikon Jin. In Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> this is actually the first movie, the first film ever to uh, I think I think this is the first ever film to use complete uh special to use you know like completely special effects on this was uh, the fan this was the first film to have that mm -hmm. Of course, when people asked uh, Lucas why, you know, he waited so long to um, keep doing Star Wars, because you know he was, well, you know, the, just the technology to produce the prequel trilogy did not exist uh, in the mid to late eighties and early nineties, because this one released in nineteen ninety nine. Man, I'm doing a whole hour and a half long show right now about a movie that's been out for, you know, like 21 years. It really goes to show, you know, my devotion to this fandom 
and how you're a fake fan. I'm just kidding. You guys are all real Star Wars fans. Or I hope you're all real Star Wars fans. You know, if you guys haven't seen Star Wars, what are you doing? It's 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 pretty good. <laughs> oh, here's more of uh, Duel of the Fights. If I actually don't get a chance to say, you know, Kora Ratama. That means, uh, Kora ra ra Ratama means, which is the thing you say, Kora Ratama. That means, under the tongue root, a fight most dread, and another raging behind in the head. So, you know, I have no idea what that means. And, you know, the original text, because Williams did have it tra translated into a variety of languages, and he chose Sanskrit just because of, in his words, you know, because of the quality of the vowels. And, you know, Sanskrit kind of, it's, John w Williams kind of, helps kind of, you know, provide that r ritualistic and kind of, you know, quasi-religious character. I mean, it's like in Duel of the Fates of Under the tongue root, a fight most, you know, just kind of just quarter out of my, it just sounds so much better than, you know, this whole tongue root thing. No. Not no. picture right now. So, no. <laughs> well, let's see if we have any new big game spots. As of right the second, I'm recording at 5.43. The Invisible Man has a big game spot. So when this podcast is over in just, uh, how long? Just in a half hour. Mm -hmm. score. Oh, I can go on this sometime. I can look go on the Spotify on my laptop, which I'm currently using to record. Alright, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars. Actually, just this week, John Williams won. I think it was a BAFTA nom. nom I think it was. What, what did he win? John Williams Galaxy. Because it was a pretty cool award. Alright, he won. I'm trying to find it just because uh, I do know that he made. Uh, oh no, he 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 won a Grammy. He won a Grammy for the Phantom Menace, for, or not the Phantom Menace for uh, the Galaxy's Edge Suite, and that's pretty cool. I mean, because that's not it wasn't even for a movie. That was for that was for the theme park. able to change my Spotify profile picture. <laughs> it took three seconds. He used this picture of me from like legit three years ago when I was in fifth grade and I gotta change that now. Mm. Probably do that right when I finish this podcast. Mm. 
they can just do it right now. I'm gonna, oh, Top Gun Ma Maverick, big game spot. Top Gun Ma Ma Maverick has one. I, just, I actually just, just saw the first Top Gun movie. find some other good scores if you guys have any other good scores for us to talk on the podcast i'm actually looking at john williams um looking at his spotify account right now so his overview here we go albums one that we want to like there you go so you know the rise of skywalker Solo, The Post, Last Jedi, The BFG, The Force Awakens, The Book Thief, that one, Lincoln, War Horse, The Adventures of Tintin, uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Superman, the movie, the Terminal, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Memoirs of a Geisha. I don't know, I'm probably butchering that name. Uh, the Chamber of Secrets, uh, Attack of the Clones, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Minority Report, The Sorcerer's Stone, a a AI, Ar Artificial Intelligence, Jaws, big one. That's such a good track, because this is, this one right here, uh, is kind of, you know, the new Imperial March of this trilogy, and it's really interesting. I would argue, of course, you know, nothing can beat out, just the record, just, you know, the, the, familiarity, the, the familiarity, it's iconic, uh, that, you know, that is the Imperial March, but... I'd say this one's kind of close. I'd say it's kind of close. Sister and your friends are coming back up. Let's get this Nerf gun ready. Now, I know, guys, normally a podcast would cut this stuff out, but you guys can hear what's going on behind the scenes. Guys, you guys can hear what's behind the scenes and everything. So we got that giveaway going on right now. Um, I said I didn't know how we're gonna do this. Um, the giveaway is going on. So, of course, you know, on last week's episode, Return Jedi, Nick Den Denberg and I announced a Bob Ross playing card giveaway, and that is going to that giveaway is going on from you know, last week 
through May 11th. Oh, no, not, not May 11th, sorry about that. Through May 9th. You just heard the, uh, you know, respiratory vader. So, alright, so, on May 9th, that's a week after the season finale, I'm going to record the, that part, that, this, you know, announcement the day of, it'll be dropping on this <coughs> podcast feed, and, you know, how to enter, go to our, our Instagram account, at Kid Commentaries Network, we're going to, we're going to do a post on... Did a post last week on February fifteenth. February on, fe- on February fifteenth, we posted a picture of the Bob Ross cards and give and you know giveaway winner. You gotta be you gotta be a follower. You have you have to be a follower. You have to li- have liked the post. You have to have commented. Uh, two of your two friends down in the comments as well so you gotta do that and then all right now you're the emperor's theme honestly the emperor's theme has been stuck in my head all week and then you know you got it's basically all you can do and we'll ship it to you we'll send it directly to you from amazon because we actually got a deck of those cards for christmas so you already got a deck so i'll be taking picture of those and then you know You'll then we'll uh, DM you on Instagram. Uh, you're gonna and then you give us your um, you just give give us your address and we will send you the. We'll we'll then send you the uh, playing cards. So yeah, that's what we're gonna be doing for that. And and, and we'll be choosing at random. This next track. And back to Duel of the Fates. When he, you know, get finally get to see that double-bladed lightsaber. I don't know why they would call this Qui-Gon's Noble End. It's just a spoiler in there, because, you know, this was... The Phantom Menace score was released, I think, a couple months before the movie came out. Right? I think that does that work? Yeah, look this up. Phantom Menace soundtrack. Yeah, released May 4th, 1999. That's like a little bit more than two weeks before the movie came out. I don't know why. They would literally title a track Qui-Gon's Noble End. Of course, we all knew he was going to die because he's not in A New Hope. There's no mention of him at all. But, you know, people... I, I mean, I, of course, I was not, not alive then. I certainly was not a Star Wars fan back in the late 90s. Because I wasn't alive yet. But, you know, the... I just don't know why they would title a track of, you know, probably one of the most anticipated films of the year. You know, Qui-Gon's Noble End. I've got no idea why they would do that. That's... And that's right now, because I listened to the score after seeing the movie, because I still remember the first time I saw The Phantom Menace. I remember the first time I saw all of the original Star Wars films, and all the new Star Wars films. So, I mean, I, I remember each time... I remember the first time I saw each one of them. Really, they just all... It's got a special f- feeling, you know, the first time I saw all of them. I watch, you know, the original three on VHS, so you're supposed to watch them. I saw one, two, and three on DVD. And, of course, I saw everything after that in theaters, but... Oh, there it is. Koratama. That was the uh, thing I just read. I forgot what it was, because I closed out the tab. Stupid me. <laughs> but, Yeah. No! I mean, Qui-Gon's dead now at this point. You know, Qui-Gon is just, you know, he's gone. 
he's gone. Because <laughs> Qui-Gon is honestly one of my favorite characters in all Star Wars. In all Star Wars, and I'm and I really do hope he comes back for the Kenobi series on Disney Plus. The High Council meeting click on journal. Honestly, the all the music in just every Star Wars movie, TV show, and you know, and Ludwig Ludwig Göransson from he did the score for Black Panther. He did just an amazing job with the Mandalorian. You know, honestly, each time I think about the theme, each time I hear the theme, da 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 da. I just want to go back and rewatch that show. It was such a good series. John Favreau did an amazing job. Honestly, everyone who worked on Mandalorian, just I I don't know. Saying. I think I said this a few weeks ago, but just pat yourself on the back. You guys made an amazing series. It's it's just some quality television right there. With Mandalorian, getting back to you know the what. George envisioned with Star Wars with you know like kind of like a Saturday m morning serial if, You know, you know, I got you want to see what happens in, in next week's episode You got to come back to the theater. Of course, you know, it's not a theater. It's a Disney plus seven dollars a month subscription service, but you know still you know, just Really Oh, right here, you hear the Imperial March. Just really great job, everyone who worked on that show, everyone who worked. I'm going to say the names of every great Star Wars project right now, and if you work on any of those, pat yourselves on the back. The Mandalorian, Rogue One, Solo, The Force Awakens, Rebels, The Clone Wars, The Original Trilogy, Re Re Revenge of the Sith. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm... You know... We're all fans of the saga, you know. We can have arguments about who caught Luke Skywalker's lightsaber in the latest issue of Star War of Marvel Star Wars comic. I think I'm, I, of course, I don't really know who it is. My theory was, you know, it was Moff Gideon. I don't think that's the case. However, you know, we can argue about things all day long, but. At the end of the day, when the sun goes down, music is great right now. When, when the sun goes down at the end of the day, we're all we all love the same thing. We all love this universe for different reasons. You know, whether your introduction to Star Wars was A New Hope, whether it was the Clone Wars, Resistance, The Rise of Skywalker, whether it was you know Dooku Jedi Lost, new book. If if it was Galaxy's Edge, if it was Jedi Fallen Order, you're a Star Wars fan. You're a Star Wars fan. If, if it was the Legos, I think that was actually my introduction to Star Wars was through a Lego set. Was that? I, I really think that was my introduction to Star Wars. Was that, that? Was either that or was a Princess Leia Happy Meal toy? They're singing Palpatine's I think we talked about this last week. I think we talked about this last week. This is Palpatine's theme. That they're all singing. And I'm 
Collins. Great job, D David Collins. Great job, Jimmy Mac, for your work on uh, Star on your uh, Star Wars Oxygen. That was a great series. I'm so sad it's it, it ended a few years ago, but it's a really great show. If you want to listen to that, go to uh, Rebel Force Radio. You can find it, but you know they point out, and this is Palpatine's theme that they're playing right here. This is Palpatine's theme, and that Palpatine's from Naboo. But you know, this really is you want to show this is Palpatine's trilogy. This is Palpatine's trilogy of films. This, the Clone Wars is Palpatine's series, where he has to play. Or, no, the Clone Wars is a series where Palpatine. It's so interesting because Palpatine's just playing a game of chess with himself. Alright. Alright, guys. Well, you know, thank you so much for listening uh, to the Simicentric Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. Great episode this week. I'm really proud of everything we did. We talked so much about the prequels, the Phantom Menace, and all of it. And, and so next week is Attack of the Clones. Uh, next Saturday morning at 3 a.m. Central Time. And that's when our episodes are being released. Alright, well, you want to send us an email? Send it to cinemasoundtrackpodcast at gmail.com. And if we get enough feedback, we'll do a feedback show. Of course, giveaway we just mentioned, go follow Kid Commentaries Network on Instagram. Make sure you check out our other podcasts. Make sure you check out... uh. Our flagship show, Kid Commentaries, currently on hiatus. We will be returning for a second season on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. is our season two premiere of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And we'll be talking about all three prequel films, starting with a uh, classic. Make sure if, 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 you're, if you're looking for a Star Wars podcast, check out The Mandalorian Podcast, where a few times a week I'll you know just talk about a piece of Star Wars content, whether it be... Fallen Order, whether it be, you know, Dooku Jedi Lost, The Rise of Skywalker. We're still talking about The Mandalorian. Hell, we're still talking about The Clone Wars, because Clone Wars just came back. I'm super excited about talking about Clone Wars, if you can't tell. If you're a Marvel fan, uh, make sure you check out uh, Nick Denenberg's podcast, Another Marvel Podcast. It's called, so go check out Another Marvel Podcast, and also go check out Monday's Minutes, a Kids Take Our Sports podcast run by Nicholas Edwards. He does, he does a great job with that show. So, go check out all those podcasts. We got our trailer for uh, Star Wars Bothans up right now. It's up on all the streaming services for uh, podcasts. So, you know, go check those out. Uh, leave us a five-star review and we will read it here on the podcast. So, do that. We'll read it here on the show. And it'll help pe people find the show easier. Um, so yeah, go to all those things. All that stuff is great. Um, and we will be back next week with Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs>